from WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. This is your coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Here's the latest from WREL.com. Yesterday, Governor Roy Cooper announced North Carolina will move into phase 2.5 of its pandemic reopening plan. This allows more businesses to open, but many will still remain closed. After more than three months in phase two of the governor's three-part plan to reopen businesses and resume social activities during the pandemic, Cooper said he will move the state to its phase 2.5 at 5 p.m. this Friday, September 4th. At a news conference yesterday, Cooper said the delay in phase two was necessary, noting that trends in coronavirus infections and hospitalizations have largely stabilized in recent weeks. Even so, Cooper said NC still wasn't ready for phase three. The shift to phase 2.5 allows outdoor playgrounds, museums and aquariums, gyms, bowling alleys, skating rinks, and other indoor exercise facilities to reopen with limited capacity. Mass gathering limits will be raised from 10 to 25 people indoors and from 25 to 50 people outdoors. A new requirement asks that masks be worn in public by anyone age 5 and older. Previously, they were only required of children age 11 and up. Outdoor visitations at nursing homes also can resume Friday under a separate order issued by Dr. Mandy Cohen, Secretary of the State Department of Health and Human Services. The facilities must meet several requirements, including not having a current viral outbreak, having a testing plan and infection control plan for the virus in place, and having adequate PPE. Cohen said outdoor visits are already allowed at other long-term care facilities, but nursing homes have the most medically frail residents, so health officials had to strike a balance between protecting them and allowing family visits to boost their mental and emotional health. Phase 2.5 doesn't include bars, amusement parks, or movie theaters, all of which remain closed until at least October 2nd. Stability isn't victory, the governor said to explain why a full-scale reopening under Phase 3 won't take effect for weeks, adding, the forest isn't as thick, but we're not out of the woods. State Republican legislative leaders say they've agreed on a $1 billion package to spend remaining federal CARES Act coronavirus pandemic relief funds. House and Senate GOP budget writers gathered on Tuesday to present the highlights of the package, House Bill 1105, to reporters in advance of the session, which is set to start today at noon. The bill is expected to clear the Senate first, with final approval from the House on Thursday. When lawmakers ended their summer session in July, they left more than $1 billion in federal relief money on the table, waiting to see if they could use some of it to help fill budget shortfalls at state and local levels. So far, however, Congress hasn't given approval to do so. And because the money has to be spent by the end of December, lawmakers have come up with other proposals for it. About $440 million will be spent on a new grant program for families of the state's K-12 students. The extra credit grant program will send a $325 check to every household with one or more students in an effort to offset some of the pressures caused by school closures during the pandemic. The package also includes $35 million for operational flexibility grants to help child care centers keep their doors open despite sagging revenues and rising overhead due to virus prevention measures. It also includes $20 million in child care subsidy funds for lower-income workers. Another large chunk of the CARES Act funds will add a $50 supplement to all unemployment checks in North Carolina through the end of the year. That's over and above any additional federal jobless assistance. The overall package also contains $5 million in elections funding to help recruit poll workers for in-person voting this fall. 
GOP lawmakers said they also plan to pass a measure this week to fund incentives for a major economic development announcement expected on September 9th. That measure, House Bill 807, will be heard in Senate Commerce this afternoon, and it's also expected to clear the House by Thursday. And lastly, the Trump administration said yesterday that it will not work with an international cooperative effort to develop and distribute a COVID-19 vaccine because it does not want to be constrained by multilateral groups like the World Health Organization. The decision to go it alone, first reported by the Washington Post, follows the White House's decision in early June to pull the United States out of the WHO. Trump claims the WHO is in need of reform and is heavily influenced by China. Some nations have worked directly to secure supplies of vaccine, but others are pooling efforts to ensure success against a disease that has no geographical boundaries. More than 150 countries are setting up the COVID-19 Vaccines Global Access Facility, also known as COVAX. That cooperative effort linked with the WHO would allow nations to take advantage of a portfolio of potential vaccines to ensure their citizens are quickly covered by whichever ones are deemed effective. The WHO says even governments making deals with individual vaccine makers would benefit from joining COVAX because it would provide backup vaccines in case the ones being made through bilateral deals aren't successful. A White House spokesman said the U.S. will not take part in COVAX, but will instead, quote, spare no expense to ensure that any new vaccine maintains our own Food and Drug Administration's gold standard for safety and efficacy, is thoroughly tested, and saves lives. A handful of the dozens of experimental COVID-19 vaccines in human testing have reached the last and biggest hurdle, looking for the needed proof that they really work. On Monday, AstraZeneca announced its vaccine candidate has entered the final testing stage in the U.S. The Cambridge, England-based company said the study will involve up to 30,000 adults from various racial, ethnic, and geographic groups. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. If you like the news and information you get from this show, let us know. Leave a rating and a review wherever it is you listen. And while you're there, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.